This episode of Nobody's Listening is brought to you by GoToMeeting.com and DrawYouAPicture.com, where you can get just about anything drawn for pretty darn cheap. Check it out. See what I've done for others. See what we can do for you at DrawYouAPicture.com. Also brought to you by GoDaddy.com. Use the code PODNAME121 to get your next domain for $7.49. Or save 10% on other services with code BLUE121. That's BLU121. Hi, my name is David Godbout, and you're listening to Nobody's Listening. funny life stories and invite you to do the same hey how you doing out there podcast people this is nobody's listening podcast this is episode what is it it's 114 gum straight seemed like just the other day it was episode 100 and now we are 14 in it's like high school sort of but it's brought to you the week of july 14th and Nobody's Listening is a podcast where we tell funny life stories and invite you to do the same. I'm your host. My name is James. And uh, to my left, from America's Hat, it's Trevor. How you doing, Trev? I'm doing pretty good. I'd like to think that I'm at your 3 o'clock if you're at noon. If you're at 12, I'm at 3. Okay. It's, yeah? Huh? Yeah, that sounds great to me. Sounds cool. great. It, it, as long as you also got my 6. Oh. Yeah. Uh, from deep no. within Canada's pants, I'd like to invite to the show once again, John Steinklapper. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me back. No problem, man. I have missed you specifically the most this week. Oh. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Just, uh, just a joke that keeps on giving. <laughs> I wish I could give you an awkward man hug. <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny you mentioned that uh, last week. John talked about his weekly update was about an awkward man hug, and uh, I saw a comic one time that, that had to do with that about when you're walking towards somebody that you know you're going to hug, and trying to figure out which way you're going to lean into it. You know, oh man, yeah, <laughs> which shoulder you're going to put forward, yes. which side of the head are you going to go to. <laughs> And what happens if you both pick the same side? <laughs> on the same side. <laughs> Your faces are going to touch. You're going to have a man kiss. <laughs> that would be awkward, awkward man kiss. Oh. Yeah, Spe- very speaking, awkward. speaking of man kiss, okay, we never do this, but the opening story this week is going to have to be, we have one from SOG Lone Ranger that I'll read, but 
um, when I was dating Jen, I'd spend a lot of times, I may have said this before, but uh, I sit on the couch and I spent a lot of time drawing uh, around her brothers because her brothers were into art. They loved drawing. John and Tim just loved it. And they loved the way I drew and they, they enjoyed watching. And, and um, so I'm sitting on the couch and, and little Johnny, as he was called at the time, has his hands on the side of the couch on the, on the handle there, also known as the armrest. And he's swinging kind of back and forth towards me and away, towards and away, towards and away, just kind of doing a little kid thing. And um, he asked me a question and I said, what? And I turn up to face him. He does a particularly deep lunge and our mouths touch. (laughs) 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 And he immediately throws himself back and we both just kind of look at each other. And I don't know. Nowadays, I would have laughed and I'd be like, dude, we just totally made out. But all I know is Tim was watching and he just gets this smirk on his face. He's this kid that never talks, you know, and doesn't ever say anything. And he's just laughing inside of his body. And uh, yeah, it was really weird. All I know is we both wiped our mouths with our entire forearm, you know, very slowly, just like on an 80s movie. And it was so gross. It was the worst thing ever. And we've never mentioned it since. I mean, he's in his late twenties. I'm in my mid thirties. You know, <laughs> you don't make eye contact at family. Well, actually, we do, but that's another story. From across the room. That's why I married Jen, just so I could be close to him. I can't quit you. Oh, <laughs> come on, stop! You complete me. <laughs> so here's uh, SOG Lone Ranger with our opening story. Uh, I'm a children's uh, church volunteer, and so I was back helping one day. And uh, we were through with the lesson and in w- the drawing, um, what the heck? We were getting through the lesson and the drawing that weren't that we weren't doing the legends. Anyway, the teacher said, "All right, it's time to play a game." And all the kids went over there, but one. So I went over and I said to him, "Hey, go over to the other kids and play the game." He looks up at me, this three-year-old, and he says, "My mom has a big Asian Jeep." He says, "But take out the ISAN." <laughs> assassin yeah he has a big oh assassin I'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) I can't I can't read (laughs) I can't read anyway (laughs) big Asian jeep (laughs) it's a Suzuki it's a Suzuki it's a rice burner um my mom has a big assassin jeep. Take out the the end of that. So a big A jeep. He just looks at me. I looked at him and said, "Um, go play with the other kids. And he ran off to go play. He says, I wonder if anything like that's ever happened to you. Yes, it has. Yes, it has. More times than I care to mention. I've mentioned on this show uh, the time one kid comes up to me and he says, your hair looks like hell. And um, yeah, he did. And what he meant was the place, hell. Like, cause my, I, I had, I had flames of fire on my head. I mean, I, I had, I had bleach tips. And so it went from brown to orange to red or yellow and kind of, and he was like, your hair looks like fire, but you know, his reference was Hades. So that's why that wasn't the first cuss word ever on, on nobody's listening. Yeah. Your hair looks like hell. And I just look at him and I was like, uh, would you want me to tell your mom that you said that? And he goes, he looks up at the air and he says, no. Okay. You can tell your hair looks like hell. 
So, and then there was the other time where I was talking to these two parents and this little girl just comes up and pinched the package. And, uh, I've talked, talked about that in the past. <laughs> oh yeah. Excuse me? Yeah. This no little, way. this little girl, I, I was just standing there talking to her parents and she, she just, she's just <laughs> head height, you know, she's right there. And I guess she was just looking around at what her eyes could find to see. And she apparently <laughs> saw something in, in the front area of my breeches oh. that, that intrigued her. And she reached up and went honk. And, and my, <laughs> no, she didn't say it. It just, that's that what went on in my mind. And, uh, her dad just looks at me and my eyes got big and he could see in his peripheral what happens. And he just looks at me and he goes, that's what they do sometimes. And I, this is before I had kids, you know? And, and to this day, my daughter is four and a half. She has never pinched the package ever. <laughs> so I don't My know what was up with that, it, but, but apparently I, that's. I, I, what they do in there? Yeah. I've been headbutted in the package. Or, yeah, yeah. I, I've is it about four? They're right, the right. They're just yeah. at the right height, and they'll just come running up to you. Do, 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 to do, hug do, you. Do, yeah. Oh. And you just turn to the side and give them the hip bone yeah. in the forehead. Yeah. <laughs> hip check. Punk. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there has been things like that that has happened to me. Sog Lone Ranger. Thanks for asking. Thank you. Yeah, I've been cussed out three times from Thursday, man. It's uh, I've been, I've learned a lot of new words. So, uh, even some that hadn't been invented yet. Speaking of things that haven't been invented yet, this episode is brought to you by Go to My PC. All of your important files are on your office computer. Face it. To work from home or while traveling, you've got to copy your files to CD or email documents to home or sync up your laptop or carry a flash drive. What a hassle! Your solution is simple. Go to my PC. Brought to you by Citrix, the easy and secure way to access your computer from anywhere. Try Go to My PC right now for 30 days. Visit go to mypc.com slash podcast. That's go to mypc.com slash podcast for a free 30-day trial. And and they're right. You know, it's ad copy, but it but they're right. It is annoying when you have multiple computers. You need something on there, and you, you try to synchronize or burn a CD or have a flash drive, and then you, you, you unplug it wrong, and the whole flash drive is scrapped, and it's irritating. Yep. And uh, it, it's so much better. Go to my PC is interesting because you log on to your computer, and it's like you're sitting right there. There is no copying over files. There's no worrying about printer drivers and all that kind of stuff. You are at your computer at another computer. I've used it, and I have this little EPC, and it's so awesome because I can work on my real computer through this little tiny dinky little net top and uh, yeah. netbook, and it's amazing. So check it out. Help out. Nobody's listening. Help out yourself. Check out Go to My PC. We're also sponsored by Carrillo and Dean Piercy. Gee, I should have placed a bet on that. I would have won. Who would have guessed? Yeah. So thanks, guys. I, you know, I don't know. I'd never get tired of saying their names. They're the greatest guys. So thank you so much for all that you do for the show. If you'd like to join. NLCast Elite and become a sponsor. You don't have to be eternal like those guys. Go to NLCast.com, click on About, and then sponsor a show. And for only $5, you can have a say just about anything you want us to. Yeah. Yep. In any voice. Give them an example, John. Well, you know, it's 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 Monday, and, uh, and I'd, I'd, I'd like to, to sponsor the show, so I'm going to put my $5 or whatever it is I spend in this country, and I'm going to put it right there. It's nobody's listening. Do we have any Scottish people that could speak? I suppose. No, not you. <laughs> Don't take Trevor's job. <laughs> he only sorry, has one voice. <laughs> <It's> one. 
what would it sound like if a Scottish person sponsored us? Hmm, I wonder. I wonder. I don't know. <laughs> punk. Oh, crap, you punk. <laughs> uh, that means it's only time for one thing. Weekly. You shut your mouth. Okay, we can do that. <laughs> update. And you know you've only got one thing on your mind. The weekly update. That's right. That's right. Okay, so I'm talking to my daughter again. I, is this three weeks in a row I've done daughter updates? Good thing my daughter's hilarious. But anyway, um, she is uh, – we're doing a podcast. It was a couple couple weeks ago. And uh, it was episode – if you want to hear this in real time, you can go to geeklovesnerd.com and find uh, episode 51. And uh, it's a Genocast. That's what we call them where I sit down with my daughter and talk to her. But uh, right in the middle of it, we're talking and um, – and something she she is just challenging me on something you can't say that or you can't do that and i'm like yes i can i'm dad i can do anything i want and i was <laughs> feeling pretty secure in that until she goes no uh you can't touch fire <laughs> so <laughs> it was awesome <laughs> yeah you got me on that one yeah you're right you're right i can't so it was awesome I, you should have proved her to her that you can touch fire i can <laughs> watch me I can control it with my mind. <laughs> I can withstand temperatures beyond human capacity. I am the amazing dad. So, yeah. No, you can't touch fire. And I'm like, okay, you're right. So, the absolute concrete thinking of a four-year-old. What happens between four-year-old and middle school to where they lose that kind of common sense? <laughs> <laughs> I can play with fire. I can touch it and not get burned. I am completely impervious to any kind of danger. I am a middle schooler. I will survive. You know, so I don't know. I don't know what happens, but something stupid happens. I, I blame the parents. I, I don't, but <laughs> I blame them for having them and letting them live that long. But other than that, no. Uh, Trevor. I oh, I am. yeah. Trevor, what do you got, buddy? Well, I was thinking about uh, John's, <clears throat> excuse me. John's weekly update there last week actually reminded me of a uh, uh, of something that actually happened at work uh, last week. That <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what I said last week. <laughs> yeah, what it's been so it was, long. It was so, it was about the 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 awkward man hug. Oh, oh yeah, uh, yeah. Gosh, that brings back memories, doesn't it? Uh, <laughs> the awkward man hug. <laughs> See, is it is it an awkward man? <laughs> Or is it an awkward <laughs> hug with a man? That's the thing. This awkward man comes up, he's tripping all over him. So, hey, give me a hug. <laughs> man, that was an awkward man hug. hug. <laughs> Headbutt. <laughs> Just going all day. What was that? That was an awkward man microphone. <laughs> that was an awkward man hug. I went to hug my microphone. It didn't work well. I love, I, I love you. I love you, Mike. Cool. <laughs> Boom. Call me Michael. Uh, um, I, we had actually, me and uh, the guy I work with, we had just solved, uh, we were working on a problem that we were Rubik's having with the radar cube. system. <laughs> we were just sitting there at the ra- on, on the edge of the radar working on Rubik's Cube. It's like, dude, I got it, man. We almost got this problem worked out there, supervisor, government. We got it. We got the red side completed. Yeah, definitely the red side, yeah. Yeah, don't get the blue side, though. No, no. <laughs> definitely the red side, though, yeah. Gotta go to Kmart. Um, I'm not wearing any underpants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a very good driver. <laughs> yeah, I'm a driver. I gotta watch that movie again. I haven't watched that in so long. 
Rain huh. Man. Anyway. Come together uh, with your <laughs> Save me. I don't Sorry. think that's the theme song to Rain Man. <laughs> it should be. It should be. <laughs> anyway, so we, we solved this problem, and I don't know what it was I was doing, but I was keep in mind that I am a, a very white man, and so is this guy that I work with. So It's I all had, right to be white. <laughs> Just repeat it to yourself daily. So I'm comfortable the way I am. People like me, and gosh darn it, they. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Anyway, so I, I held up my fair hand, kind of fair. in a in a way, <laughs> in a way as if to say, you know, you know, yeah, we did it, whatever. And I kind of held my fist at whatever, and he goes up and he goes, yeah, and he fist pumps me, <laughs> which was the most <laughs> awkward. It's like, yeah, it's like, it, it was just, it was just an incredibly awkward moment. No joke. What? What? Uh, what do you mean, like fist pump? Is yeah, that like please the- define it for me. <laughs> you know, when, when I can't you, leave that area you, until you put your, you know, you put your fist out, and the other guy puts their fist out, and you uh, deal no. or no deal. Think Howie Mandel. How, okay, how you knows. that we call that knock, giving somebody a knock in the hood. Yeah, where you put, where yeah. you hit each other's fists together. Yeah, yeah, that's called knock, dude. Give me some knock. I think in the ATL they call it bumping. Oh, I don't. Gosh. Oh. I've always heard it called a fist pump. Yeah, wow. I, I don't think you could do that anymore legally. <laughs> that, that <laughs> Not now. Yeah. I, just, okay. Now, I have something. Uh, there was another thing that actually happened that same day to uh, this week. You bought you some or, flowers? What? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, we solved the problem. Oh, I can't dude. quit you. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> You like roses? Uh, I need to go look up clean on Wikipedia and see if we still make it. <laughs> uh, anyway, change the definition guy. if we don't. So. <laughs> uh, this is one uh, engineer who works with uh, with our department, um, who's always kind of coming out and just sticking his nose in and doing stuff. And he came out, and we had had a just a crud day on the uh, on the uh, the radar. Where we'd had one problem after another. I mean, we were, we'd made worked our way through them, but we'd still had you know a, a bunch of problems. And he says, comes out and he, he's, he's one of those people who talks just so that you know asks you questions just so he can talk, just like you were mentioning uh, last week. Yeah, yeah. So he'd go, you know, he came out. It's like, <laughs> so you know, how goes the testing? It's like, well, you know, not bad, except for you know this cable got cut and this happened here and this was there. Ah. Uh, well, glad things are going good, and then into what he wanted to talk about. <laughs> like, dude, dog. irritating as irritating. <laughs> it's like, it, yeah, it must okay. be hard doing radar in Canada. I mean, how do you get it to 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 not pick up all the moose <laughs> and distinguish oh. between moose and and, and enemies? Yeah. <laughs> the, well. All the enemies that Canada has. <laughs> all the good reason, all the countries that Canada has ticked off over the years, the the, the well, long laundry list of countries that have it out for Canada. Well, you see, the good moose have you know maple leaves <laughs> on their butts, and and the bad ones have big big American flags on them. You see, <laughs> oh, man. soccer soccer sucks. <laughs> yeah. uh, hockey uh, sucks too. Oh, yeah. Okay, I yeah. got gotcha. you. Hey, John, what do you got? Since Trevor took up half the show, 
which was, which was actually a good, which was actually a good thing this time. So, well, well, um, uh, oh man, okay, I don't I don't want to air my dirty laundry. Good, but I don't like to go in public <laughs> restrooms. Okay, I I don't mind number one. I don't like pooping in public. Okay, yeah, that's exactly what Thank I'm saying. You. I don't like doing my business. <laughs> yeah, and I don't like, like I don't like pooping in public either. People they get disgusted. <laughs> it's like, dude, yeah. find a bathroom, man. I mean, I don't I, I don't get as many fist pumps when I. Jeez, uh... <laughs> oh, I didn't mean that bad. I'm talking about the knock thing. So, okay, okay, it's on you. <laughs> well, I um, I mean, I'm the kind of guy that. I just, there's a whole etiquette to it, and nobody <laughs> needs to be in the room, okay? And yeah. so I will walk across the, the the parking lot to another building that I know has a vacant bathroom mm-hmm. if I have to. But I was at Target the other day, and I had had some food that just went straight through me. Was it Slurpees was thinking, made of venison? It's <laughs> <laughs> <Vincent> Slurpees. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's a, no, back two weeks ago. I, I don't remember what it was because uh, it was a bad experience. But I was there at, at Target, and uh, and it hit me, and I had to go, and 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 I was like, okay, I can make it. I can make it. I was starting to sweat a little bit. I was like, okay, um, I can make it till I get home. And no, I couldn't. So <laughs> it was knocking. And and sorry if this is really gross and grossing people out, but. I had to go, and so I, I went to the <laughs> went to the bathroom in there, and there's somebody in there, and I I had to go, but I refused I refused to go when somebody else was in there. So I I walked in there like uh, I'm just gonna wash my hands, and so I took my time washing my hands <laughs> until they left, <laughs> so I could go in the bathroom. Uh, and then I felt better. I just imagine you like that kid on. Uh... On 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 uh oh crap what's it called Sandlot you know oiling and oiling and washing his hands and washing his hands but yeah I I'm the same way uh, I don't like to do that especially if there's a a bud next door doing the same yeah. thing it's horrible <laughs> when I was younger I would actually hold it, 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 it until I heard the person leave. You know, and then by that time, you'd have to let out this horrible amount of something and then only to find out that when they had left, somebody had come in at the same time and you didn't know. (laughs) And so so you'd be all in longer until they they left. And uh, but some these old guys, man, old men don't care, dude. They've been around. They don't care. They will grunt while they're wiping. I mean, everything. <laughs> you can hear everything and imagine everything. It's like a theater of this of sound, you know. It's, Dude, uh, I've got a story about that. Theater of the mind. <laughs> well, <laughs> do you want to tell it, or do you want to save it for a featured I'll, story I'll next tell, week? No, it's not that featured. I I went to. There's a big church in Lakeland called um, Carpenter's Home Church. Yes. Uh, it, yeah, it's big. I mean, they have some venues there. You know, concerts. I saw Michael W. Smith. Yeah, I used there to live in Lakeland. Yes, yes, while you were at college, right? Mm-hmm. Southeastern. Hey, we're alumni buddies. Hey. Anyway, um, I went into the bathroom there because I actually kind of attended church there. I don't know if you can see the air quotes or not, but hmm. um, I went in there once. And, uh, dude, I, I didn't know if I should turn around and, and give the, this old guy some privacy, but he was in there, and I heard him in there. And he's, he's like, oh, Lord. No way. 
No stinking way. Dude, I went to the same church and I heard the same dude. It had to have been the same dude. I think no, I've even mentioned he's... that on the show. I think I have. No freaking joke, dude. He was pooping. That's crazy. And and he would thank Jesus every time. Yes, he would. He'd pray on the way up, and then when it came out, he would praise. <laughs> it was this cycle of Lord help me, Lord help thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus, with these horrible sounds accenting each sentence. It was like, like that guy on Electric Company that would make noises with his punctuation. He'd be yeah, like, yeah. Hi, this guy went down the street. And then it, except it was, Oh Jesus, oh Jesus, help me, Jesus, help me, Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, my goodness. It was horrible. Dude, when were you down there? He must have saved it up all week just for Sunday. <laughs> He's the kind of guy that couldn't go at home. He had to go. To he has to go. You know, there's the spirit movement, and then there's the bowel movement. <laughs> Some people can't have one without the other. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and let me guess. And then after he was done, he'd reach his hand underneath the stall and go, give me some talk. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tying it all together, Trevor. He's, he's having communion in there, you know. Oh, no. Could you pass the plate? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, that's uh, crazy. See, in in a church bathroom, you should not you should be restricted to only giving ten percent of what <laughs> You know, you can give as much as you want. <laughs> it's just tithe and then offering. Okay, I got but, you. Whatever you're comfortable with. You know? God wants all of you. He wants all I, you I, have I, to I, give. I might have to pretend <laughs> after the show. Oh, yeah, just come as you are. All right. So, so we heard the same. Deacon Dude, it Duke had to guys. have been. It had to have been. What year? What years were you down there? Oh man. Um. Yeah, I don't even know, dude. I've been here. I can't do math in my head. We've been here for 10, 11, 12, maybe. So okay. it's been a while. But the same guy, I mean, it, it probably it was. That is oh, weird. Why would you pray and poop at the same time? I mean, the Bible does say pray without ceasing, not pray without peeing. I mean, it, it just. <laughs> it does. Um. I don't know. Uh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that guy can be our official. One of the many tools of the devil. Oh, no! Yeah, he could be the LBB of the week. <laughs> if you pray while you're going, Duke. <laughs> I, I feel I feel like I need to repent. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't I, know. I don't think it's wrong to call out that kind of stuff. <laughs> kind of church bathroom behavior. Yeah. Oh, oh man. man. I don't know. I don't know. That guy's going to have, some, have something for an answer for. Could you imagine we're standing up there in judgment? They're replaying all these scenes from our lives. And, and God's like, hold on, wait a minute. Back up. Back up. Rewind that right there. What the heck was that? What was that? I'm in here trying to help these kids in third world countries, and you keep calling my name and distracting me. You were going Duke, dude. Why? <laughs> taking a Count Dooku. <laughs> no, I know. Count Dooku is the worst name ever. Because I could not take him seriously. I always imagined he was constipated. <laughs> I have a power greater than anyone. You cut off my hands. I can't go potty. You know. Uh, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> can't uh, here's our here's our real LBB. Hey guys, I had an LBB. You, 
I am 62, and all my stories are true. All of them really happened, and you guys are ragging on them. I was crushed. I am not listening to you guys anymore. You have lost a listener, and that's Eleanor. So, Oh, the deer poop lady. Yeah. <laughs> and her husband, who used to be a t- camouflage tree. <laughs> that was so rad. That was so awesome. <laughs> oh. I would hate for this show to become completely made up stories, but if somebody wants to make up stories based on somebody else's story, that is more, that is more than fine. But uh, anyway, it's, oh it's, it's a, we sit on a throne of lies. That's that's the truth. Okay, John, you said you had an LBB. I do, I do, and this is straight from work, and it's really, I guess, maybe a personal rant, but I know that you guys can relate with this. We have a person at work, and, and I work in a support-type role, so I get email all the time. But we have a couple people, but one that frequently does it, that will write everything that they're going to say to you in the subject line of their email. Boo. Okay? Boo. So we'll get, uh, get like a message, please turn down the air in uh, conference room B62 because it's extremely freezing cold. Um, thanks. And then... I'll open up the message, and all it says in the message is their their signature, which you know they didn't just put there. That's like automatically Outlook does it or whatever. Right, right. So it drives me crazy. I don't like it when they do that, and that's what makes them the living, breathing butthead. (laughs) Now, let me ask you something because I do that on occasion, but I make sure that it's only when I have a a one – like three or four words in a sentence type thing. Because Gmail no, actually, would, Gmail actually allows for it. If you if you do it and then you put in parentheses, or, yeah, parentheses O E M, which means uh, or E O M end of message, it won't remind, it won't ask you if you want to, you know, put a body in it or whatever. And I do that like when I'm just saying, um, Jan, can you da 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 da, and then that's it. But that, what you're talking about is like a mini paragraph in the it subject. It is line. like sometimes three lines that is ridiculous and what's bad is with the older version of outlook that we used to use it, it i wouldn't see i wouldn't be able to read everything mm. unless i opened up that message completely and then look through the subject that and scroll irritating through. yeah yeah so yeah, so i agree person yeah. who writes all their stuff in the uh subject line you're the lbb lbb yeah and right. us and us <laughs> yeah sorry and us yeah because we are eleanor this made-up character hates us oh <laughs> lord what are we gonna do what are we going to do uh it's time for this who me <laughs> who me it's middle school drama time amber says hey guys i'm amber i just wanted to give you guys another story you guys rock Thanks. We do. I, I make a point to rock every day. So yes, I have it on my calendar. Trevor, how about you? I rock constantly. Sometimes I don't have all it takes and I just rock in. But most of the time I do manage to rock out. So uh, One time, about four years back, my two friends and I were at Six Flags and we were riding everything. Even the baby rides, apparently. Like mm. the teacups, and yeah. The PB&J and the- <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, that's right. This is the same person, I think. We had all just finished our gigantic drinks, and we were headed for the Mind Eraser. That darn Mind Eraser. <laughs> I thought it was the what? Mind Scrambler last time, but anyway, it's the Mind Bender. Yeah, the one Atlanta is. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's probably something else. 
Anyway, we finally get to the front of the line, and I have to use the restroom, but I say it's not that bad. So she's a Christian scientist. You just claim it, you know, and it it is mind over matter stuff. Uh, So we get on, and I'm really scared. So we go through the ride, and when we're done, I find a puddle on my seat. (laughs) And my friends and I rush off to the gift store to buy new pants. What is this people buying pants (laughs) at gift stores? That is crap. You are not buying a single pair of pants at any gift store in any theme park in America. Short of maybe some Hannah Montana, you know, jogging pants. But I don't even think that. They sell t-shirts. Yeah, I've never seen pants. But it is not a bad idea after reading this story. Yeah, but, but if you're going you're gonna to go buy a t-shirt and put your legs through the armholes, you're going to have a serious draft problem. It's like skirt <laughs> and shorts all at one time. <laughs> it's scorched. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but not even that cool. <laughs> it's even worse. <laughs> and the design's upside down. Hannah Montana is looking down. So, anyway, it was so gross. My sister actually puked. Of course she did. She had to throw up. What middle school mm-hmm. fake bull story would be complete without somebody throwing <laughs> no up? And all these anorexic oh. middle schoolers running around. You know, I ate today. But then my sister peed on a roller coaster, and by God, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then a deer, a deer, a deer ran in front of me and took a dump. <laughs> took a dump and bleh, I threw up all over my grandson. I burned down a shed. <laughs> you know, here's here's tip number thirty five for middle schoolers. You know, if your story's not good, just make somebody throw up. There you go. It's awesome. Everybody I think that's what happened in Problem Child. They're like, this movie sucks. Let's put him on a roller or a ride and make everybody puke all over each other. That'll be awesome. <laughs> So, that was pretty awesome. <laughs> anyway, oh, oh, it gets better. She puked on me, which in turn, of course, caused me to puke. Then Rashonda, this is the one that, that bought the pants last time, and they had the peed on pants. Then Kayla. So we all got sick, and it was pretty gross. Well, they didn't you, get kicked. I mean, so let's count how many people puked. Sister, <laughs> the person telling the story, Rashonda and Kayla, four people threw up. Because one person tinkled in their seat. That's Did rude. your sisters puke when they pee I don't on even each believe other? that. Girls all go to the bathroom together. So what do they do when they're in their individual stalls? Um, don't, don't anybody make any noise because I'll throw up. <laughs> if I even hear a tinkle, I will puke. Somebody peed on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, it was pretty gross. You guys rock. And don't forget that. That's good Thanks. advice. That's sage advice. You guys have been the best <laughs> podcast ever. And I keep referring all my friends to you, but they don't have iPods because they keep throwing up on them. <laughs> they have what they have are called Walkmans or whatever by Amber. What are you in the 80s, Amber? <laughs> Did you go back in time, Amber? Holy crap. Say hi to Michael W. Smith. I'm sorry, Michael J. Fox. I always get those two confused. One of them is pray for me. The other one is come on, Dad. (laughs) Alex Keaton. So anyway, we're going to take a quick break to recover from the bull. And when we come back, we're going to read your E&V emails. So stay tuned. Hi, this is Sam Lucier. You're listening to Nobody's Listening, and I can't believe I took time to do this. Hi, this is James. And this is Jen. We've been married since 1996. The only problem is... What? 
We don't have anything in common. No, we don't. Two people with totally different tastes in everything, including ice cream. It's true. I'm a geek. And I'm a nerd. I'm a husband. I'm a wife. I'm a father. And I'm a mother. How do two people so different come together and make a life work? We can't be the only two people like this out there. Surely not. Geek loves nerd. Every week, we get together and we talk about issues. Finances. How to find the person that you're going to spend the rest of your life with. In-laws. Video games. Marriage tips. I like beef tips. <laughs> There's also the Ask Jen segment where people ask questions for my wonderful wife. And it's the best part of the show. Wow. Geek loves nerd. You need to go to geeklovesnerd.com or look us up in iTunes. Because we're the standard by which every other marriage is measured by. Of course, that's why we're podcasting in our basement. And you're not. <laughs> well, peace out. Peace out, home skillet. Geek loves nerd. Trying to find something yeah. in common since 1996. E and V mail. Thank you for calling. All right, for the three listeners that are still listening to the show, um, this is from Zach. On the campus I work at, we have golf carts to get to places on campus and carry computers around. Cool. Uh, golf cart seats four people and has seat belts. One day, my boss, two coworkers, and I were too lazy to walk across the campus, so we took the golf cart. My boss gets in the driver's seat, and one coworker gets in the back. And the last co-worker sat in the passenger seat. We all buckled our seatbelts except for the co-worker on the passenger seat. My boss starts driving and told the co-worker to put his seatbelt on. The co-worker says, why do I have to put my seatbelt on? The building is right across campus. So my boss smiles and said, because I can do this. And he slammed on the brakes. The co-worker's <laughs> face went slammed in the glass shield in the front. of the. I'm glad I've never fallen for that one, Zach. <laughs> that's just seat something you'd belts? want to see in a movie i know seatbelts and a golf cart <laughs> golf cart that's great man <laughs> I've, I've heard it, I've, I've seen you know people take turns too hard and and fly yeah. out of them they're, at kids camp there i get a golf cart every year it's awesome and i always take the teenagers there's this hill that you go up and it take you know the golf cart just chugs to get up to the top but once you do you could put that thing in neutral and coast down because it has a it has a governor on it, it won't go but so fast. But in neutral, there's no governor, and dude, right. man, you're going like it feels like you're going 45, 50 miles an hour down this hill. And I always have like five or six, and the more people you can pile on, you know, the faster this thing goes. And you know me, I'm scared of getting in trouble. I never want to get in trouble. I never want to get caught or anything like that. And I definitely don't want to die. So if I thought I could handle, I wouldn't do it. And we get to the bottom of this hill, and we're just blazing. I got like five or six teenagers on this thing. And a stinking semi-truck pulls out in front of me, and I slam on brakes. I feel like we're going to die. And and afterwards, you know, I look around, and I'm like, is everybody okay? You know, none of the guys hanging on the side. You know, there's a guy standing on the back, you know. And, and I'm like, uh, everybody's like, yeah, we're okay, we're okay. And there's one guy I turn around, and he's kind of looking a little dizzy. <laughs> I'm like, are you okay, dude? Yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine. He's got this red band across his forehead where he oh. cracked his head right on the roof of the oh. thing. I'm like, dude, we're never going to do this again. But we did. Did he throw up on you? No, he did not. <laughs> oh, that's right. He was a high schooler. No, nobody peed. But um, <laughs> but the next time I did it and the last time I will ever do it, um, we, we made it safely to the bottom. And this guy pulls up in a truck behind me and he's yelling as, you guys don't do that. You shouldn't do that. And then he sees me and he goes, oh, I'm sorry. 
but I already <laughs> felt like I was a teenager getting yelled yep. at anyway. And so I let him continue. He was younger than me. And I'm like, who was that guy that he thought he had the power to yell at us? Because I'd never <laughs> seen him before. I've been there for like six years. He's the pastor of the church up the hill, you know. And so he was watching me from the, and he got in his truck apparently and drove down the hill to scream at me. So anyway. Oh, sorry. I didn't know there was another pastor. I can't yell at you. Yeah, yeah. There's this unofficial rule that we can't yell at each other. Even if we're doing the stupidest thing known to man and putting other people's kids at risk. You know, God forbid. They're covered by the blood, brother. God forbid we hold each other accountable. Uh, Roman writes, uh, this happened about seven years ago when I was in sixth grade. So can you figure out what grade he's in now? Uh, 13th. 14th. Sorry. Loser. Every year, my school planned a trip for all the fifth and sixth graders to go to the island of Catalina, an island about 40 miles off the coast of Ventura, Canada. Cal. That's nearly California. Oh, sorry. I was trying to bring you in somehow, Trevor. I was trying to include if you, you. You should have said Vancouver. Ah, Danger Bay. Um, <laughs> for five days and four nights. Anyway, part of the trip uh, was having to sleep in these tents that were set up on large wooden foundations about three feet off the ground. I, I know exactly what they're talking about. I went to a Boy Scout camp that had that. They were like you were sleeping on pallets. And then they were, <laughs> and, and with a tent on top. Anyway, I ended up bunking with my best friend Quincy. About five minutes afterwards, we had turned off the lights, which was a large flashlight that we'd hung up from the middle tent pole. I heard Quincy rustle around, and then I hear him wimp, whisper, Where am I? <laughs> <laughs> it's pitch dark. I didn't want to answer him, so I kept quiet, and I hoped he'd go back to sleep. About 30 seconds later, he whispered a little louder, Where am I? And then I hear him stand up, and I heard this loud thunk. Apparently, he hit his head on our impromptu lamp. And he's like, where am I again? (laughs) But much louder this time. And then I heard him start walking. Thunk, thunk, thunk. At this time, I go to get up because Quincy, I know, he was sleepwalking, and he was hitting people. Especially, he he does that, and he usually hits his sister at home. So right right when I get up, I hear the tent flap open, and I hear this large crash. (laughs) Well, it sounds like a table falling over. Apparently, my friend is falling out of the tent and then down the three feet off the wooden foundation. <laughs> Obviously, he wakes up when he hits the ground, and we told him what had happened. To this day, we have a continual joke about that, and it's usually told when we're in a dark place and we can't see. Or if it's me and his sister want to make fun of him when I spend the night every weekend. I love the podcast, Roman. Where am I? <laughs> the kid's in the basement. Where am I? Where am I? Have you ever done that, though? When I used to go spend every summer, I'd spend a week with my grandma, and you'd wake up in your room, in your, this strange room, and for a split second, it was your room, but then as your eyes adjusted, it would turn into this strange place. It was so weird. I, yes. And it, it'd freak you out for a minute, and you're like, oh, my grandma's, it's okay. <laughs> I'm oh, fine. I used to wake up upside down on my bed sometimes and to totally be freaked out. That is weird. Yeah. Yeah, I used to wake up as a bat. So anyway, Ruben says, uh, "And oh, let's no, let's do a voicemail. Ruben can wait. By God, yeah. So uh, let's see. Here we go. Hey, show hosts, Tommy Rotten here with a story about work. We have very interesting people employed at the warehouse that me and my sister work at." This is just a story about one of those very interesting individuals. We'll call him Lucy, 
for lack of a better name. Well, Lucy walked up to me and my sister while we were stalking and asks us if we saw the new guy who was a PIC, which stands for person in charge, like a manager or something. And we're like, yeah, we saw him. And Lucy's like, did you see his pants? And we're like, no. He's wearing, he's wearing chick pants. <laughs> with butterflies on the back. That <laughs> 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 sounded like that too. It went, it went something like this. It's <laughs> 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 annoying. <laughs> like it didn't get, it didn't get harder or anything. Like. The harder he was laughing, the higher it would get. I mean, he laughed at every little thing. You could ask him what he had for lunch, and he'd be like, And I have more stories about this guy, but I'm going to save him for another day. Hope the story was as funny as his laugh. Comedy Rocky. Thanks, dude. That was funny. He's the one. He's the one in the forums that's always asking people about what muffins they like, right? Muffins. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. never, I've never wanted to ban somebody for something stupid in my life. <laughs> I think it's funny. Of course you Cause, do, because it's because he's like, "Hey, welcome to the forums. What's your favorite muffin?" <laughs> <laughs> and he's from farther north than you are, right, Trevor? Yeah, he's in Alaska, I think. Yeah, I remember if that's the guy I'm thinking of. I, I think he is, because that's what I'm thinking too. Well, let's, let's think it all together. It. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? I'm thinking oh. it. I'm thinking it. <laughs> I'm thinking it. <laughs> I've had a thought similar to yours. We've shared a few How brain cells. How get the elephants in the pink tutus? <laughs> what is it Mitch Hedberg talking about? He hates dreaming. He says, because you'd be trying to sleep, trying to sleep. You really need to go to sleep. And suddenly you're trying to fix a lawnmower with Abe Lincoln and your old Sunday school teacher. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I hate dreaming. I hate it. I Ugh. never get any rest from all them dreams. <laughs> I have though. I've woke up so frustrated before because you you'd be dreaming something you can't you can't fix it or you can't do it. Or what's even better is you you sleep and dream that that your wife cheated on you or something, and <gasps> you'll be all mad. <laughs> you wake up, hi honey, don't you even kiss me. <laughs> You feel like a woman. I know woman. what you've been doing. Or even worse, <laughs> I've had dreams where I've like I've been a high schooler, okay, and I have a girlfriend, and we kiss, and <gasps> in the middle of that kiss, all of a sudden, I'm 35, married with kids, and I'm like, but they tricked me. <laughs> they tricked me. I would have never done that if I'd remembered that I was old. <laughs> you wake up feeling guilty, oh, don't yeah. you? Oh, yeah, and you're so glad. Have you ever woke up from a dream and been so glad it was a dream? I yes. mean, maybe the scariest dream of your life, but you wake up and you're like, thank the Lord above, and then you just rest so happy. Yep. yep. <laughs> I had a dream Why? I once. You What? What? Nothing. <laughs> You Skyped out at exactly the right time. <laughs> no, I, I dreamed that my wife turned into a man. <laughs> and I was so disappointed. Oh, gosh. Oh, I'm lightheaded. Mm. Mm. But I tell you what, I woke up so relieved. I rolled over and looked at her, and she was still, she didn't have a beard. <laughs> she, she was a woman. 
<laughs> yeah, that Adam's apple is kind of annoying, isn't it? <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> Help me, Lord. Go, Keithy. Speaking of sleep, um, Marilyn wrote in. She's a sleep talker, so uh, let's see what she has to say. Hi, guys. This is Marilyn. I've emailed Geek Love Nerd a few times, but this is my first nobody story. So, first off, you need to know that I'm a sleep talker, and this is about an incident that happened with my husband during our first year of marriage. So, I had gone to bed before him, and when he came in, he went to kiss me goodnight, like a good husband should, and I looked at him with my eyes half open and a very small smile on my face and just said, we could bury you. <laughs> he was trying to sleep on the couch that night. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed the story. I hope to come up with better ones. Um, have a great show. Thanks. Bye. I could bury you. <laughs> See, Her that's what needs to call in. That's what my wife did the night of our marriage. She's like, I hate people who sleep with me. <laughs> that's scary. It is. It happens. I'm glad it happens to other people. I hate that it happens at all. But if it's got to, at least I have a kindred spirit out there somewhere. Dude, Marilyn's husband. <laughs> Um, I'm sorry, but sometimes demons come into our wives when they're sleeping. <laughs> my wife even frowns when she's sleeping. She looks like what? she's angry. And my son does the same stinking thing. No way. Yeah, so his wife is going to be like scared. She married the omen or something. But Hopefully she'll be a very heavy sleeper. Heavy person? I thought you were going to say a very heavy, <laughs> heavy set person. Thanks. Thanks for willing that on my on my dunder. Hey, speaking of that, okay, one time a friend of mine who is a very large man, a very large man, I'm talking about big, like when he laid down, he didn't get any shorter. That kind of big. <laughs> okay, seriously, he was a round dude. He was just, he was Pillsbury Doughboy marshmallow stay puff man the whole thing all in one and he married this very petite very short i mean not very short but same height as him very uh attractive young lady okay and we always ragged him because it was like dude how in the world did you get her you know and uh so at at his wedding he's standing up there next to his to his bride and the and the pastor who's who's doing the ceremony is their best friend you know known them both uh, blah blah blah, but he's talking about how how awesome it was to be standing there. But he says, "But I wish almost that instead of being here, I could be out in the audience, because I know from where they're sitting, you guys look like a perfect ten. And it took everybody, <laughs> it took everybody about thirty full seconds to get it. And once we did, I laid in the floor in a wedding and cried because there she was, the slender little one, and him, this big old zero. They did look like a ten. And I'm like, not only is that flipping hilarious, that man is a genius because you know, before he even got in that room, he sat there in his mind, imagined them standing there, put himself in the audience in his head and said they look like a 10 that's funny stuff and that, that man will be awesome. my hero forever his name is randy burns and he is the man he actually his story was the one about the key the lock where, where he got ripped off by this lock guy yep, the lock spammer yeah or, thank uh, you the scammer yeah the lock scammer yeah, that's it. i haven't yeah. listened to that one it was yet. his story that i told so there you go randy burns is the stinking man he is this unassuming, quiet guy. But those people that, that are quiet, 
uh, when they when they have something funny to say, it's like they save it all up, you know. That's right. It's like a band's first CD is always their best one because they have <laughs> thirty years of longing and angst to get out, and then their second CD stinks because they had to do it, you know. That's the right. way this guy's jokes are. This first CD every time, so yeah, the perfect ten funny stuff. Ruben is hanging on, waiting for us to read his email, so <laughs> I can just okay. I can see him out there, like, are you gonna forget me? I'm still listening. Um, I know a couple of guys who are about four years older than me. Let's call them SpongeBob and Patrick. My fi- my family went out to our certain cabin that sits by a lake. SpongeBob and Patrick came too. SpongeBob and Patrick went out to go canoeing a couple times while we were there. The first time they went out, it was a couple hours before they came back, and both of them were completely soaked. Dad asked them, what happened to you guys? And SpongeBob said, Patrick stood up in the canoe, and we flipped. It, it took us a while to get the paddles and the fishing equipment out of the water and flip the canoe back over. And Patrick said to SpongeBob, Hey, you're the one that told me to stand up. I did not. Yes, you did. When I told you I had to go pee, you told me to go off the side of the boat. Yeah, but I didn't mean for you to stand up and go. <laughs> uh, the second story, uh, they went. the second time they went out, they were gone for a few more hours, and when they came back, we asked them what they had been doing, and they told us they had been, quote-unquote, sport fishing. When Dad and a couple of my family members went out to the spot that they were at, uh, they had some explaining to do, because when we, ca- we, we got there, we came across a lot of fish who were belly up all over the place where they had been fishing. Apparently, Patrick had never been sport fishing before, had only seen it on television. Patrick would catch a fish just fine, but his release method was very unorthodox. He would swing the fish from one end of the <laughs> canoe, lifting the fish out of the water, over the people sitting in the boat, landing the fish in the water on the other side of the boat, and he would keep doing this back and forth, slinging the fish until the hook finally came unlodged. He oh left qu- he left quite a lot of damage in his wake. My father was very angry with him, and I can assure all the environmentalists and PETA activists out there that he learned the proper way to catch and release fish very quickly. Ruben. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. So the fish not only they lost were, their lips, but they, they were back. You know, yeah. What is it? Mitch Hedberg says about sport fishing. He's like, they don't actually want to eat the fish. They just want to make him late for something. So, <laughs> <laughs> where have you been? I got caught. Uh, I don't care who you. That's funny. Uh, let's do. Let me see how many more we got. Let's try to get through these, man. This would be like inbox zero if we could get through these. Uh, some years ago, me and my sister were home alone, and these are old. Some of these are really old, by the way, guys, because I went back in the in the day and got all these emails we haven't been able to read because of the surplus. It's been good to get these out. Some years right. ago, me and my sister were home alone when my parents were on vacation. We had just had dinner, but we felt rather empty. We started to think of what would be nice, a nice finish, and somehow we decided that a warm ham and cheese croissant with French bread, that's French bread, she tells us, fresh from the oven would be best. At the exact time that we said that, the doorbell rang. We opened the door, and there was a lady from next door. She was holding a warm ham and cheese croissant fresh from the oven. Uh, we, we finished these and thought you might like some, she said. There was no way she could have heard us. There was no window open. My parents have thick concrete walls. This was just plain creepy. She looked totally surprised when my sister and I burst out laughing. We nowadays joke about how we probably wasted our one wish to God on a croissant. <laughs> but it sure gave us a laugh, TJ. 
That's awesome. That's scary. Why didn't I wish for something bigger like a cake or something? <laughs> <laughs> the next year, was... Dad died of cancer, and we were so oh, sad. If only I'd wish for that. <laughs> I wish, you know, sure was good. You know what I wish our neighbor would do for us? Keep us all healthy for life. Hey, knock, knock, knock. We got some health we're all done with. Would you like to have it? I'd like some. I really want a ham and cheese croissant. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, I wanted to share that I have recently fallen in love with your podcast. Oh. I've been loving Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's other dungeons. Just imagine making out with her iPod. I love you. Nobody's listening. Um, oh, I, I, I love the humor you guys always bring. And the great quality of content you bring every week. I also love that you're so Except clean and you this. never even approach anything <laughs> dirty. Ah, oh, crap. <laughs> no, she, uh, didn't. she didn't write that. Yeah, crickets. Skip um, this one. Skip this one. <laughs> keep reading. Um, I've had way too much fun listening to the archives. In honor of my trip down NLCast memory lane, I chose you guys as the featured podcast on my podcast, Geek is Chic, at geekischeek.com or .org. I wish you guys incredible success, and I look forward to enjoying and sharing the gospel of Kennison, Andrea. And that is Geek is Chic. Uh, for the middle schoolers, that's Geek is C-H-I-C dot O-R-G. So check out her podcast. I'm she's, going right now. She's part of the Cleancast Network. Speaking oh, so of, she's, she's actually still out there, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's an old email. I'm sorry, Andrea. I'm terrible, but it somehow got bumped to the bottom and just got got devoured by other emails. But she's still out there, and and uh, go check out her podcast and all of the podcasts at cleancast.com. You can find lots of clean podcasts. Uh, apparently, I'm going to have to take mine off of the list, but uh, <sighs> why? Yeah. I don't know because of the story. Awkward. <laughs> I don't know, because people are dirty-minded. Oh, yeah, I gotcha. gotcha. (laughs) It's all their fault. Laura says, uh, before I tell my story, I wanted to say that I've been spreading the gospel of for you guys. I've been leaving notes in library books, napkins at restaurants, and even bathroom stalls. That's not creepy at all. For for a good time, go to NLCast.com. That's awesome. (laughs) Oh, I saw... Um, No. no. (laughs) Anyways, here's my story. When I was in junior high, that's what we call middle school up here in America's hat. Well, that's what we called it here until recently, too. My friends and I were young and stupid. We were bored one day, so we decided to ride in an abandoned shopping cart. What else should we do with it? So it was my turn in the shopping cart, and my friends were pushing me across the street when all of a sudden a semi-truck comes barreling down the road. How else do semi-trucks come down the road? They always are barreling. I don't understand why, but they do. Uh, friends, My friends screamed. I ran away and uh, when they saw it. They left me stuck in a shopping cart in the middle of the road, about to be demolished by a semi-truck. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So I screamed and yelled for them to come back and help me as the truck. It's like Pet cemetery. That's what I was trying to think of just now. <laughs> Semi-trucks. Uh, I screamed and yelled for them to come back and help me as the truck got closer and closer. I'm still alive today, so I think you can guess the ending. Thanks for the never-ending laughs. Keep it up, Laura. P.S. Next time you see the Norwegian lady, tell her Jeghar Nihir Til Deg. That's, I've got news for you in Norwegian. So. Cool. I don't think I could do that. I'm thinking it, it, you know, it's like, you know, screaming. It's like, come back and help me. It's like, or you could have just gotten out of the shopping cart (laughs) rather than sitting in the middle of the road. Yeah, somebody must have come and got her. I hate the way that she left it. Like, you know, she's alive, 
you know, the obvious isn't always true. You know, that they just ran across the street and, and pushed her out of the way, or maybe there was a hill. There could have been a sinkhole. The angel Gabrielle could have come down from the glory skies and, uh, and swiped the truck with his flaming sword of justice. You just don't know. There's other options than the obvious. And so in the future, middle schoolers, when you write in, you finish that story. You hear me? Don't you leave us yes. hanging, assuming stuff. Do you know what it does when we assume? No, don't say it. I'm not, but it's true. <laughs> It makes a large Asian out of uh, <laughs> you and me. Way to go back, man. <laughs> it was assassin. I can't read, okay? <laughs> that was a long time ago. You need to let it go. It was weeks what and weeks and that? weeks. I think it was last week. Last, I can't even remember. Last week. <laughs> it all just melds together. Yeah, for some reason. For some reason. That's like uh, right after I got out of high school and under my mom's thumb, I um, out from under rather, I went and bought, I rented every single Night of, N- Nightmare on Elm Street film, and I watched <laughs> them all in a row, and I cannot tell you what happens in what, because it's all the same movie as far as I'm concerned, and, and secretly they were anyway. It's the same plot every single time. It's like Jason. Yep. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. So yeah, somebody's gonna die. Yep. Especially yep. if you do something immoral. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> yep. It get it got worse, you know. Friday the thirteenth, you know, part seventeen. Jason goes to Target. You know, I mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> I wish he would. John comes out of the bathroom all embarrassed and <laughs> gets his head chopped off. <laughs> I knew I shouldn't have pooped in the public place. I didn't want to go, but I had to. I'm sorry. The checkout lady's complaining about bats in her house. (laughs) Hey, do you like bats? Because there's a guy with a hockey mask over there. (laughs) Jason Jason comes in with khaki pants and a red shirt. People keep coming up to him asking for help. He cuts their heads off. <laughs> You're immoral. <laughs> uh, and then fist bumps him. <laughs> the awesome thing is that when when Jason's in Target, he never misses. These are worst jokes ever. <laughs> new rule. New rule. It's late. Yeah. New rule. You can only listen to nobody's listening at at three a.m. after you know when everything's funny. Okay, <laughs> and just for the record, people, it is twelve forty-four a.m. in Kansas City right now. So mm-hmm. everything's <clears throat> funny, and you have to listen to it. Uh, we have three more emails. Let's do it. At the end of the last week, I went out to visit some colleges with my mom, so I could get a better handle on where I'd like to go when I graduate next year. On the way back home, I insisted we stop at a Buffalo Wild Wings place because I had a hankering for some barbecue chicken. If you've never been to a Buffalo Wild Wings, and I have been to a Buffalo Wild Wings, it was the last meal that we had childless. Anyway. Awesome. Yeah. If you ever, if you've never been, ex- picture the most extreme sports bar you've ever been in, and multiply it by about ten thousand. That is a bit of an exaggeration, by the way. You might start getting close. There are dozens of TVs everywhere showing sports games, and that is true, which is useless to me because I don't read, I don't watch sports. Uh, and uh, music is playing constantly. People are having a good time. Everyone's eating chicken wings. Now, the reason I wanted to go there is because I've been addicted to honey barbecue wings for a long time now. So we stop and order 12 boneless wings and start chowing down. I finish them off, but I'm still hungry, which I think is terrible. Yeah. There are six chickens out there without arms, <laughs> and you're still not satisfied? I could just see them wanting to put their hands on their hips 
and talk to you about it. Yeah, but they yeah. can't because you just ate them. <laughs> so anyway, they need to start cloning those. Maybe yeah. they still have bones though, because they were boneless. But uh, so we stop in. I order them and I start chowing down. When the waitress comes over, I decide I want to be a bit more adventurous. So I order four more boneless honey barbecue wings. But I also order four wings with their Asian zing sauce. The wings come. I start eating them, and my mouth is getting really hot. Buffalo Wild Wings has about a dozen sauces arranged by heat, and my favorite is just on the mild side of dead center. Asian zing is just on the spicy side of dead center. However, there is no rel- real relativity between these gaps. My mouth is on fire. I'm drinking so like there's no tomorrow i'm drowning the honey barbecue wings i'm downing them trying to put out the spice nothing is working (laughs) i managed to go through 12 honey barbecue wings while only drinking about a third of a 12 inch tall glass of sprite i eat four asian hot wings and by the time i leave i've downed the rest of that glass plus two more full glasses (laughs) my mouth is on fire for about an hour afterwards before finally mellowing it out if if the story has a moral if the storal has a mori. Um, it is never try <laughs> the Asian zing sauce without knowing what you're getting into. Expotomatic in the forums. Now, I want you now to take every time I said Asian zing and imagine the last wor- time I used that word. <laughs> 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 Dang it. No, don't. Dang it. That's worse than I meant for it to be. Gosh, dang it. It's two, buddy. Oh. <laughs> Gosh, uh. (laughs) I'm so embarrassed. I I don't mean it the way it sounded. I just meant for it to be silly, like butt sauce, okay? (laughs) Butt zing. Butt zing. There's nothing wrong with saying butt zing. I can't quit you. At one o'clock in the morning. (laughs) Hey, guys, I just thought I'd share what happened in church this morning. Good, a church story. Okay. Yay. The church I attend is held in a movie theater because we don't own a building yet. So we rent out a couple of theaters each week to hold service. That's freaking cool. Uh, this cool. Yeah. This morning was a regular day. Our pastor, you could eat popcorn and praise Jesus at the same time. That <laughs> is awesome. That um, is a pretty cool thought. I mean, I need my church to have a concession stand. And We actually have a church like that here in, in, in where I live. I don't. I just want concession stands. Heck with coffee shops and churches. I want a concession stand. I want to be able to buy Twizzlers. Yeah. At my church. And, um, have, and have Jesus on IMAX. There you, yeah. Oh, dude. Could you imagine stinking worship lyrics on an IMAX screen? Yes. Dude. And in THX audio. You have to turn your, <laughs> you have to turn your head to read it all. Uh, this morning was a regular day. Our pastor was almost through with his popcorn. I'm kidding. With his sermon. And all of a sudden we hear a low rumbling noise. It stops and then begins going again. People start to look around. They're lifting their hands. They're becoming convicted. I'm kidding. <laughs> Tongues of fire appear <laughs> over their head. And God was moving in this place, ladies and gentlemen. It was amazing. People start to look around the theater to see where the noise is coming from. And the pastor states, for those of you who are wondering, that is not the voice of God you hear. It is Transformers in the theater next to us. <laughs> she writes, God is a Transformer. No, he's not. He's a vampire. We, we, we already talked about that. Yeah, we did. Yeah. just I just thought it was funny because it's definitely not something you'd normally hear in a church. God is a Transformer. Laurel. So there you go. Maybe Dauphin can do something for us. Let's see. God never changes. <laughs> So, oh, that's right. Yeah. He's the same yesterday, good. today, and forever. So, yeah, if he's a truck, he's a truck forever. So he doesn't transform. Disciples, roll out. <laughs> <laughs> good one. 
goodness gracious. All right. I have a quick story for you. Back when I was around 11 years old, my family lived in a small town in Oklahoma. We attended such a small church. Hey, another church story. Uh, in, right. in the middle of t- that in town, the youth group consisted of my two older siblings and I while still living at home. And then one other teenager. Every weekend, the young preacher from the church would take the youth group either fishing or hiking in the Wichita Mountains. Oh, that's Oklahoma. Never mind. I was thinking Kansas. Um, One particular Sunday afternoon, we were hiking through a large gorge and spotted the opening of a small cave up the side of the hill. We walked up the hill to take a look at it, and none of us had a flashlight on us, so we were a little bummed that we were not going to be able to go inside and see how deep the cave went into the earth. After looking around for a bit, someone spotted some old weathered clothes that somebody had left up on the hill. (laughs) The thought that somebody had shed their clothes and was running around the hill naked was a little more than disturbing. Ding a ding 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 ding. <laughs> you got a pretty face, boy. I tell you what, squeal like a pig. Oh, um, no. <laughs> the preacher from the church cut the shirt into pieces and then wrapped it around a large stick and set it on fire. What is this land of the lost for the love? <laughs> <laughs> You won't be needing these clothes anymore. We'll just burn them. For <laughs> this, this naked man running around the hills and you burn his clothes. <laughs> Poor homeless guy was just showering down the hill and you, nobody will ever come up here to my cave. You know, uh, that would be my biggest fear is homeboys in the cave waiting. That <laughs> he lured him in with his empty clothes. <laughs> See, now, now, not only is he naked and he's a cave dweller, now he sees his burning clothes on a stick. That's bad. We proceeded in the cave with a torch for a light. The cave was only about six and a half feet high and four foot wide. We never did find out how deep the cave really was because about 100 feet in the cave, bats started going ape. <laughs> a huge swarm of them were rushing around the mouth of the cave and then turn around and coming right back inside. Bats were hitting us in the head, all over our bodies. Rabies, rabies, rabies. <laughs> Yes, from Goonies. <laughs> yeah, this is our time. It's our time down here. <laughs> but that's all over yeah. when you go up Troy's bucket. I'm not a Goonie. Dude. All right. A lesson learned is that bats do not like secondhand smoke or having <laughs> their hair singed. We all turned around and tried to make a quick exit from the cave. In the process, I ended up falling and banging my right leg and left knee hard onto a rock. I made it out of the cave on my own, but because of my injuries, John ended up having to carry me the mile and a half back to the truck. I did learn um, I did learn in a little time that I had not merely tripped trying to get out of the cave, but then my 13-year-old brother had actually pushed me oh, in a panic man. to get out himself. So that's from CBA Williams. He didn't leave a name and just got the first part of his email. Guys, we got one more. Let's do it. What? This is it. This is the best one. Well, not completely, but we'll have this show notes cleaned up. That's a lot of emails. I'd I'd dare you to go back three episodes and figure out how many emails we read uh, and still got tons left. Uh, Dear NLCast, today I was hit with a baseball that was made of metal. Or I'm sorry. Was... (laughs) I was hit with a baseball bat that was made of metal. It hurt my funny bone and made my arm numb. This would not have bothered me, but I recently strained my arm, and it still hurt, so it made it hurt a lot more. Daniel. And that's it, folks. Ouch. <laughs> that is it. Wow. That is, I hope your arm feels better. Yep. Hey, guys, it's time for us to get out of here and time for us to go to sleep for the love. This episode is brought to you by Draw Your Picture, Go To Meeting, and uh, Go To My PC, rather. Thanks to all of our sponsors. Uh, thanks, guys. Thanks, Rob Gobers, for our theme music. Thanks to our spouses for letting us stay up so dang late on Canada Day. 
And thanks to our contributors and everyone who listens. Thanks, Trevor. Thanks, John. Thank you. And remember... Oh, yeah, that's right. That was three weeks ago. Crap. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Next time you're telling a funny life story, tell it like nobody's listening. Peace out. The NLCast fun doesn't have to end. Join us online at NLCast.com for features, forums, and all the social networking connections you can handle. Share your stories and comments via email. Nobody's listening to us at gmail.com or call them in at 816-298-0823. Find more great, clean podcasts like this one at cleancasts.com. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money.